This man is, is, is ridiculous. And luckily, our faithful lions, our, our, our good and faithful lions, have a night game. Or we, I wouldn't even got a pod today. Because this man, this man only can do a couple things in the day. And pod usually ain't one of them. Damn right. Well, our family, you got one too. Egg and jerk pod. Pod 30. What's that? Trente? Trece? However you said, let me ask uh, Zoe how to say 30 in Spanish. Man, I can't even finish my crackers. Man, you had an hour and a half to finish your crackers, bro. I mean, wow. I'm watching football. I'm living my life. What's happening, folks? Uh, this is Urkin Drake Pod. This is boy, Vinny B. Uh, with my co-host, Keith. Former co-host. <laughs> Keith Urkin. Yeah, because we might have to get you up out of here. Yep. Might have to yep. shoot this man out like the Sandman. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Eric and Drake Pod, Podcast 30. Um, I hope everybody's having a good week. Um, we gonna we gonna get in and get out, as as I used to say in my player days, but Live. um we gonna go ahead and, and get this thing started. Keith, how was your week? I don't know. Mom forgot. Look. Yeah, cause you didn't take so long. Clean I'm clearing out my teeth. It's podcast Trente, allegedly. That's how you say it, though, in the Espanol, by the way. Oh, Trente. Because you know your boy speaks Spanish pretty well, too. Yeah, yeah. You go ahead and have that one. I don't. You know, I used to look at you, living in Texas and don't know how to speak no Spanish. My, the way I speak Spanish is Google Translate. El Google Translate. I'll say it in there like... Um, I need you to go wash such and such. And then it'll be like, L, go wash. Uh, uh, stop, rest, stop, stop. We don't need to be canceled <laughs> because you're racist. <laughs> nope, we don't need to be canceled because you're, L, go to the, nope, nope, stop. L, go stop. to the biblioteca. Yep, yep, the library. Yep, get out. <laughs> yep, this is exactly why. Uh huh, and you got too, you got too many you got too many Spanish speaking friends uh, to be. Uh, they the ones who help me out. They the not with, like, not hey, saying man, that they didn't. I need you to say this. Oh, I'll tell Oscar in a minute, man. I need you to L translate. L translate. He got me. Yep, that's it. Lazy Americans. Yeah, that's what man. It is. I'm a gringo. That's all right. Hey, I didn't had enough. I didn't had enough Spanish speaking employees. They know. They know the deal. Let me say something. Let me say something. Let me get on my soapbox Uh real quick. Let me say something uh, to the parents of America. I don't need this. Ain't even to the youth of America because ain't no youth listening to us. Youth. Um, Do get uh, when you can. uh, Make sure your kids speak more than two languages. I'm gonna be honest with you. And here's more than two. More than one. More than one. More than one. And here and here's why. Uh, The first time I ever traveled 
traveled out the country, I traveled to uh, to uh, to the country of Spain. When I got there, I realized that there were people who were, you know, I was thirty. I was in my early thirties, and there were people who were five or six years younger than us that spoke two plus languages. And everybody just assumed because we look young that we spoke two languages. And it made me realize that I said learning one language is just an American thing. I said we just need to kind of change that, you know, for just to be able to have that world experience first and foremost. If you don't do anything but just get outside, learn a little bit of the language and travel, that's number one. But then, two, um, you know, the job market's going to be changing. Like we're going to be the dinosaurs in 30 years. Well, it's not for us. It's for, you know, coming up, what's going to happen for, you know, our kids and things like that. That's why, um, you know, I'm proud to say that I have my daughter in a trilingual school, um, learning learning the Espanol and the Francais. Um, and I don't be understanding half the words she be saying because it's still baby gibberish Spanish. Mm-hmm. And maybe she's speaking French because I don't know no French. But um, I'll be like this. Go on, Zoe, do your thing. You know why? Because uh, when she turned 18, she's going to be like, man, my parents had me in a trilingual school. And now I'm they working can. for the CIA. You put her in a trilingual school? I'm baby James Bond. <laughs> I appreciate you. All right. That's my soapbox for the day. Um, bear with me, y'all. I'm in the middle of a, a cold, uh, some form of chest cold that I got from uh, kissing on my daughter at some point in time. So uh, if you hear me <laughs> in the middle of uh, something Vinny say, uh, it's just charge it to my head, not my heart. Now, back to your original question, since my brain is booted up. Because, you know, man, my, it takes me a while for my brain to boot up. Um, uh, how, how was my week? Um, the week was, the week was, uh, this was the first, uh, the week of the year, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, I got a chance to celebrate uh, the missus birthday. Um, mm-hmm. She turned 25 again. So um, uh, shout out to Age. Love you much. Um, got a chance to celebrate her birthday for a minute. It's always odd. Um, her birthday is the second. It's always odd uh, having a birthday, celebrating a birthday at the beginning of the year. Because mm-hmm. the end of the year, around the 25th, it's like people don't give a damn. Everybody checked out. Everybody in every uh, industry of all types. They all checked out from the 25th up until when we boot back up at the 4th. You try to do anything, they'd be like, uh, hello, can I do such a... Uh, call me next week. I need this such a... Call me next week when things are back to normal. It's just such an odd time. And... <clears throat> I, it's it's funny because between Adrian and Zoe, and Zoe's birthday is the July first, and her birthday isn't any better because her birthday is the week of July fourth. And guess what? Everybody trying to do get the hell out of the office, get the hell out of town. They got they were trying That's to get perfect. with family plans. I get it, but for for my purposes, like when we threw, her, I know this is uh, way back, and it was probably you know you'd have to go back to one of the podcasts. Um, when we celebrated her birthday on the first, we couldn't get none of the kids to come because all their parents was running out of town. Ah, so we was like this. Aha. So next time I'm like, okay, so we do, we celebrate the week before or the week after. That's how you do it. So, you know, it's just something I've noticed with both of them. I'm like, I like that my birthday's lazy in the middle of, middle of summer, July 20th. And it's the week, it's two weeks before training camp. <laughs> 
<laughs> say nothing going on. Look, you can, you know, your, your boys ain't got no excuses. You can just, hey, you can enjoy a couple days out. But no, we had a, um, we had a good week. We end up, uh, um, going out, uh, you know, enjoying a little meal, and that was, you know, that's usually it. Because I'm mm-hmm. still, you know, trying to boot back up and get back to regular life myself after uh, the holiday rush. Mm-hmm. Um, so, with that being said, uh, other than that, and uh, well, this wasn't our week, but um, uh, the week in general, I'll, I think I'll wait because we can address the Demar Hamlin situation because I think I want to say a little something, but I want to hear about your week first, brother. Yeah, this week was uh, I'm one of the people who just got back to work. I went back to work on Thursday, which is an odd day. Uh, all my bosses were saying, you know, dang, y'all can't see, man. When we get on YouTube, uh, it's going to be different. But this man over there dying, but he got us on mute. Like, he, over there, all you hear, all you see is him just coughing and, and flailing all in the screen. I told you, you I was going to be a gentleman about it. You wow. <laughs> Man, you, I couldn't even be creep. I couldn't even be a creeper, buddy. <laughs> it's like you like watching somebody get abducted uh, on Facetime. Like, are you see you just flailing around? But I can't hear nothing. But yeah, um, I went back to work. Um, and if you listened to the show last week, I, I, I hurt myself playing pickleball, uh, so I got a bandaid on my knee. And then on Friday, I was helping one of our employees. And I dropped a crate of milk on my finger and smashed that thing. And you know you smash it. You know you messed up when the skin gone, but ain't no blood yet. So when I seen the white meat, I was like, oh, I need to beeline. I need to get to the bathroom right now. Because the white meat is like when you get that real whooping and you get that hit and you don't cry for a second. You just like, you just like accessing accessing uh your life and it's like uh yeah that's how my blood was it was like yeah <laughs> the blood all over the place so the wife finally got me right because wife don't that as much as we had this conversation last night my sister-in-law is a superhero ass. you are- my, my my wife don't be caring about my ass she's seen my gauze was terrible when we went out yesterday. Like, I just had it. It was just wrapped up, and I had it for a day. So it was, like, just flailing all over the place, and uh, there's a little blood showing. So she was like, I'm going to wrap your finger. And that was, like, after – that was my third wrapping. So um, Keith got on the phone talking about, yeah, Ted, take care of you. I'm like, yeah, whatever. I got it. I have to be – You a hater, man. What I have to be on my deathbed. I had to be on my deathbed for my wife to be like, you know what? I think I need to take care of you now. Because, you know, a whole act of Congress happened today. She washed the dishes. Hallelujah. And it took my finger to die. So I'm going to cut my finger next week. <laughs> That's it. That's the plan? Man, these dishes starting to pile up. <laughs> 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 She was over there looking like somebody stole her cat washing the dishes, boy. And I love every part of it. But, um, yeah, this week was, it was good. I'm getting back to, I hate because I had went back to the gym. Oh, gym Bay story. So, and I told Keith this already. I was going to keep it for the pod, but he already know. But, um, 
so I seen Jim Bay and Jim Bay uh beard was gone and he had a whole um big perk uh beard. So I was like, yo man, what is it? New beard, new year, new beard? And he's like, nah, it's it's uh, a new beard, same me. So he he got a a beard oil and he's showing his transformation online. So he gave me the beard oil and he gave me the I mean he gave me the uh website and he gave me the um the IG. Yeah, the IG. So I was like, all right, bet. So as I'm talking to him, another dude just walked up and he started talking to us. And he was like, hey, man, where y'all from? And and Jim Bay was like, I'm from Flint. I was like, I'm from Detroit. He was like, what up, though? And I was like, oh, we got another one. He was like, yeah, man, I went to Cooley. I was like, oh, man. Cooley! My man. I was like, you from the West Side. So we sit there talking. He a principal for South Grand Prairie. So I'm like, man, it is good to see these black men coming down here doing well for themselves um, down in Dallas. And I keep telling people to come down here. Now, it's too many people. But I don't know nobody down here that came down and and didn't catch a dub. So um, we, we uh, I, my wife was like, oh, so you going to tell them about the pod? I was like, nah, we too close to me still calling them Jim Bay. So I don't want to be weird. He might go listen. He might go listen to a pod like he talk about me. Oh man, this dude a weirdo. Well, but you gave me so, your IG though, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got my IG. Okay, but, so let's not let's not miss that part real quick. That um, we've had this. We've had uh, a, a major progression in the relationship. Yeah, man. That is, you know. And uh, first of all, I'm very I'm very happy that uh, you move at a snail's pace. Uh, when it comes to your, uh, when it comes to your extracurricular relationships, because if it had been me, he'd have been in the back, he'd have been in the side chair with me right now eating pizza, watching the game. I moved hey, fast. But the other guy' name is Jimmy, and he told me, "Bro, if we were in Detroit, we wouldn't even been having this conversation." Because I talked to him about ten minutes, and he's like, "Man, we wouldn't have had this conversation in Detroit." And I'm like, "You right? It's like different. Like the vibe is different, and it's hard to. Now you were exception, but." I'm more of the rule on dudes just ain't out in public just like getting to know each other when they don't have any any um tethers to each other. Like I don't know somebody he knows. It's just this is just from scratch. So it's a little bit different, um, getting to know dudes. But when dudes finally cross not cross that line, that sounds terrible. But when dudes finally <laughs> finally get to that level of being friends, we we at a good pace. Like we and and that's the difference between men and women. Like women still got their guard up, and I don't. It, it's like women be like, yeah, I, I don't know, I can't be friends, blah blah. blah. And I be like, this is the because my wife's going through this, and I'm like, this is why men should get some big ups because. We have to deal with y'all ass too. Like, y'all, we have to deal with y'all, and it's hard because you don't know what attitude you're going to get. You don't know what, what, what you're dealing with that day. And now when women got to go make friends, they got to deal with the same bullshit we do. And it's like, I've been doing this, and I'm good at dealing with women now, babe. So if you need some help, you can holler at me because I can let you know. So she come to me with the, she be like, yeah, this lady do such and such. And I don't know about her. I'll be like, let me just see her picture. And I look at the picture. I'll be like, babe, she crazy. Like, so I already know. I can tell in a woman's eyes if they crazy. Like, I got the radar. You know, like, some, someone be like, yeah, I got a gaydar. I got a womanar. Like, I know 
Where, oh, that lady crazy. Leave that lady alone, babe. She gonna fuck up your life. So, Wait, anyway. Fuck up life? <laughs> hey, man, it, when you get a bad friend, you got a bad friend, man. You don't want to be used. Like, it's it's almost like in a relationship. Like, you don't want to be with somebody who's a user, who's not going to be there when you need them. Like, when you're talking about a friend, you need a friend, friend. There ain't no, no, um, yeah, man, um. I, I, I'm just going to, like, you don't want just, because my wife wants a real friend that's going to be a, a friend for life. This ain't somebody, this ain't, we ain't taking this lightly. So, with that being said, I'm on this journey with her, because I can't be getting my wife's heart broken by no female. So, we'll get to that on a, at the end of the show. But anyways, um, there, so it's something that happened. Uh, me and Tess were recording the Blue Pod on Monday. And something in football that I've never seen happen happen. So I'm gonna let Irk take it from there. But um, uh, I, I mean, I don't think. I mean, I think the whole planet know, unless you know, you like my mother and you got your head in the sand. Uh, we, we, you know, the Demar Hamlin situation. Uh, the young brother, uh, number three uh, from the Buffalo Bills. Uh, uh, he makes a routine tackle on um, on a uh, Bengals player. And uh, he gets up after the tackle and he collapses. And uh, it sent everybody on the field and, you know, to complete shock. And um, uh, the EMTs rushed onto the field. And as we now know, since all the information is, is uh, pretty much out there, is that he went into cardiac arrest at the t- at cardiac arrest on the field. At the time, uh, we didn't know that. We just knew that it was something that was catastrophic that happened and that his players and the team, his teammates and other players had crowded around him and they were distraught and they were crying. And I don't think anybody really knew what was going on. Uh, I just think everybody uh, handled it, you know, well from the players uh, to the EMTs uh, to the, um, to the announcers. Uh, I wasn't watching the game and the moment, cause I I've been a, uh, you know, fight my own health issues. <laughs> so uh, uh, Vinny called me and he said, brother, you see what's going on uh, on the field? And I said, no, I said something happened to him. And I, you know, jumped on Twitter and, you know, saw him, uh, you know, get hit, get up. And then he immediately fell out. And, uh, you know, we've seen things like that. If you've ever watched football before, you know, we're big football fans. So um, that's not enough to raise the meter uh, for us. Cause that just means that somebody got, you know, they just got knocked out. You know, that's that that happens. It's not a dime a dozen, and I'm not belittling the situations, but it does happen, and we've seen it before, and most people, you know, kind of uh, get up. But, you know, this has been the year of uh, player safety uh, due to the Tua Tungavailoa situation um, with his uh, concussions and whatnot. So I think everybody's a little bit more in a heightened sense of uh, awareness with uh, player safety and whatnot. And this was – a big game, you know, because of big game implications and also because it's Monday night football and there's no other games going on. So everybody's able to kind of like, you know, kick back, focus on it. They're all in the bar. So everybody knew it. So kind of the nation kind of just kind of held his breath as we didn't know for a, a couple of days. And um, uh, we just kind of we kind of checked in on that, uh, checked in on that situation, because I think it made everybody just kind of revisit their own, you know, humanity and um Praying for the praying for the young man. He's twenty four years old, and uh, mm-hmm. 
those of us who are, you know, 40, you know, we've, uh, we've lived, we've lived a we lived a nice little bit of life. So 24 is a long time ago. So you, you know, I guess you can kind of gather that, you know, for him, it's just now, just now getting started. I think it's his second year in the league. So, uh, as we know now, um, he's, uh, He's, I don't know if he's out of critical condition. I know he doesn't have a breathing tube. He can he's talk on his own. Mm-hmm. He's able to text. And uh, those are things that we're, you know, we're, you know, we're immensely grateful for. Um, thankful to God, of course, for healing the young man. Uh, you know, thankful to his parents. You know, happy the city of Buffalo can, you know, can rest a little better at night, you know, as they continue to heal. Because it's going to be a lot of trauma that, comes from this because a lot of people saw this and everybody's processing it differently there are some who you know will be able to go about their daily lives and then some who are not going to be able to do that and i hope that we allow people the grace and the space to be able to um handle uh what they saw and how they process however they decide to process and i think you know this is one of those rare times i may have mentioned it to you um or it could have been my parents uh, that this is one of those situations. Wow. As I'm, as I'm recording right now, Buffalo is running back their second uh, kickback for a touchdown. Um, Having a great game. Wow. Amazing. Um, Yeah. That's their second, uh, second one. I was going to get to the point. I was getting to the point where uh, they're playing the uh, new England Patriots today. And then the first play, uh, from scrimmage was a kickoff, and they ran that kickoff back. Uh, and this is their second one of the game. That's that's just amazing in real time uh, how that goes down. And good for Buffalo. Uh, good for my Buffalo Bills. You know, you, you, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you got 2016. A day, as a day I, as a day one Buffalo fan, <laughs> you know myself um, at the tender age of ten. Uh, you know, this is just something that's near and dear to my heart. Um, no, all jokes aside, and uh, Naheem Hines ran the ball back. He's number 20. Uh, and I may have mentioned it on the show, uh, my cousin, uh, shout out to my cousin, Henry Jones, used to play for the Buffalo Bills uh, from 91 to 2000, to the 2000 season. And he wore number 20. Uh, wasn't all pro uh, free safety, um, which is why I can uh, get away with calling them my bills. Yeah. Um, if I get cute, I might have to put up one of my uh, pictures in my bills hats from when I was like 11 years old. If you know, if I want to put a slight flex, <laughs> slight flex out there, but um, no, uh, you know, you saw it. Uh, how did you digest, you know, what you saw at the, in that mo in those moments? Mm, this was, like I said, this is the first time I've seen this before. Um, just he for all intents and purposes, dude died twice on the field. Um, his heart stopped. They brought him back, and then his heart stopped again. They said they were doing CPR for ten minutes. Um, he had a pulse when they he left the field, and this just furthers lets me know my son won't be playing football. Um, I I and I, I've talked about this in, on the um, pod before. Um, I played football. All growing up, um, I actually get became pretty good um, by the end, my senior year. But I had finally got my grades together enough where I could get a, a couple dollars to go to school. 
So I didn't really need that that vehicle to get to college. So a lot of people, it's the team building to play football and then it's the avenue to get to college. Um, I don't think my son will need that avenue. So the team building and, and confidence building of sports, I believe I would want him to play another sport because the gladiator style of the NFL, I love football. I love the aspect of covering it now, especially since we have a pod to cover football. Football makes so many avenues money. It's just not the team. It's the bars around the team. It's all the reporters that report on the team. It's the the apparel. It, it, the NFL is just an ent entity of in itself. However, like I always tell you, the... I love my Detroit Lions, but I do not like that there's like one or two beat reporters um, that are of color. You, they, they showed a a picture of the Detroit Lions uh, media staff, and we were spec, we were sprinkled around there like pepper. And that's the part, and I, I bring that always, I always bring that back on this pod. But it needs, up. it needs attention. It's not just the the sport. If you got 85% black players, why aren't we covering those players? And if that's the case, because being a player is as you have to be uh, in that mind frame. You had to be built the right way. You have to have that upbringing, basically a gladiator. But to cover it is... It, you don't need all of that. You need opportunity. You need space and opportunity. It's who you know. And that goes back to the regular world. And we're not in that. And that the part that's the part that it makes me upset. Um, it's not upset enough where I want to do something about it. But it's just more of, hey, you see that's over there. You see that's what, what's going on. And then this comes back. Because we got to talk about this. That Shannon Sharp and Skip. Like, that happened this week, and Skip belittles Shannon so much, and it's like a death of a thousand cuts, where you keep talking shit, you keep talking shit, and now Shannon's at the point now where, bro, we gotta have these words, like, I know I can't touch your old ass, but we don't have to do this show no more, and now the tables have turned, and I think Skip is starting to see his mortality, even though he's a vampire. He's starting to see that Shannon's better than me now. And if the network could choose, they would choose Shannon. Shannon got his pod. Shannon is very eloquently spoken. He's a, a, a ex-player. He's a Hall of Famer. He has all of this. Skip is a reporter. And he just reports the news. And I know people of color got a problem with, with Skip. I'm I don't have no problem with skipping. That's 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 crazy. But I don't really got a problem with them. But if you go on Twitter, bro, they drag skip every week. Um so to get off Demar Hamlin, um I'm I'm glad my brother's good, but to transition to and this wasn't even a topic that we were gonna talk about, but to get on the skip Shannon, I, I just wanna get your quick take on it. Um 
I mean, I kind of agree with what you said. I do want to shout out, you know, because, you know, we got listeners in Detroit as well as Dallas. You mentioned our uh, black reporters. I want to shout out Corey Woods and uh, uh, Woodward Sports and John Neal of the Detroit News. Um, uh, Corey about to have a baby, too. Congrats, bro. Oh, congrats. Okay. Yeah, our melanated uh, our melanated Lions reporters, um, you know, I believe they need to. They need their uh, they need their flowers because they do uh, they both of them do uh, solid jobs for their uh, respective uh, for their respective entities. Um, then getting back to uh, Skip Skip and Shannon, uh, I think that what you said essentially is is spot on. I don't know if he's better than him. I would say because I never want to disrespect because I I don't want to call myself a journalist. But because I have a radio background and I kind of respect it a little bit, I respect what what Skip has been, but I also respect what Shannon is, and uh, he's built himself into a household name. And kudos to him because I remember when uh, you know he was just the guy that was on uh, the NFL on CBS, and you know he had his thirty seconds to talk. And I remember when he left, and I said, "Dang, well, why would you do that?" to go to Fox Sports, and he's just built himself, you know, a nice little empire on that show. He's built himself um, a nice podcast, a video cast with uh, Club Shay Shay um, that's that's really good, and it allows him to branch out and get to a lot of things. So uh, kudos to him just being able to continue to, you know, grow and grow his career. Um, I'm kind of tired of the whole fake debate set up anyways like i don't dislike stephen a smith and i don't dislike uh shannon sharp and what skip does but i just think the style the way it's currently constituted is a little just a little dated but to get to the actual uh situation that you referred referred to well first of all they got into it a week ago where i guess uh skip took a shot at Shannon and he took offense to it and, you know, raised his voice. And he said, he told him, put your glasses back on when he got a little upset with him and he was running his mouth. And I said, okay, so that was strike one. And then you had this DeMar Hamlin situation where it clearly upset him enough to where he said, I'm not coming into work. And you usually don't see that, especially in a situation where they don't know it ahead of time. Well, you so got to come back to Skip had a tweet. Okay, so, but, and here's the thing that I want, okay, so let's address that part. So Skip had a tweet that people took out of context because he made a tweet speaking about uh, when the DeMar Hamlin situation broke, he was speaking about um, the game, and he said, what are they going to do? Are they going to play this game? But it's obviously, you know, not important. It's irrelevant at this point. That's how he ended the tweet. But nobody references the first tweets that he had the last two tweets that he had before that which led up to that it was like one big paragraph where he spoke he used demar's name he spoke on it he mentioned the man he said prayers and then he led into that tweet the one that everybody took out of context because of what you said which is people are kind of over him in general so that leads up to what Shannon felt and he addressed it and it's it's his prerogative he wanted he felt that it was not needed and that's that's something they probably should have talked about uh skip cut him off and they got into it 
and you know they went on about the show i still haven't seen the whole part i've seen clips of the show so i know they actually went on and did a whole show with other topics after that but um you know it was a little contentious at, at the middle i don't if you're going to believe what Shannon Skip, excuse me, because I'm going to mess their names up because they both got S's. Uh, if you believe what Skip says is that they're brothers and brothers fight and brothers get over it and brothers move on. If you take it at that, then I believe them. But if it's not, then time will tell. But a part of me wants, I don't want to say wants to believe it, but part of me does believe that you can have that because, you know, I have a brother. You know, I love my brother, but we've been, we've gone, we've gone to blows many a days. So it, it's, it happens. And I'm sure if you, anybody who brothers fight and I get it, if that's what, if that's what he said, then today I'm going to take his word at it. But guess what? He's on notice and I'm monitoring it. And I'm sure everybody else is monitoring that show in a completely different way now where we got an eye out like, all right, Skip, that's your one. That's your one, you know, under the uh, uh, the Coming to America Act. That's your one. Okay. So that's how I feel about that situation. Um, so if that, that's it, that's how you wonder. Yes, I feel you. You got all off your chest about uh, skipping them? Yeah, yeah. I, um, and that was just something I just wanted to bring up because that was. Everything that we talk in our our group chat um, throughout the week when it's not about football is usually a good um, podcast topic. And this was something we kind of talked about. So that's just something that that I wanted to bring out. Um, Shout out to D. Shout out to Ted. Shout out to Kay. And shout out to uh, Jonathan in the group chat. Um, But speaking of another thing that we talked about on the group chat... Um, I would say about half the group chat is bald. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. Uh, <laughs> what you, wait, hold on, back up. What do you, hey, there's called BBC, right? I'm a what BBC. Hey, no, hold on, hold on now. I'm a BBC. In the, I'm a BBC. In the porn world, that's something totally different. Yeah, so I, okay, let us, BBC let us. in my world means <laughs> bald by choice, my brother. So... Hey, first of all, how are you bald by choice? Jada Kiss is bald by choice. Bumani Jones was bald by choice. You you don't fall in that. Yeah, category. hey, fam. Anytime, anytime you want me to come back, I am coming back with a vengeance. Don't just dis- don't don't disrespect me. Don't disrespect my hairline. Hey, this man. lineup is my lineup is vicious. You see, you can see it right now. Look at that two day shadow. I'm just hey. doing it. I'm doing it to keep to keep clean, cause hey, the missus man. likes it. Nah, hey. bruh. You understand there, what I'm saying? There, there, there are hairs missing up there. I don't and know. You're I never going to keep all your hair. You're never going to keep your hair. If you live long enough, you're going to lose your hair. You're going to lose your teeth. You're going to lose your hip, and you're going to lose your knee. Like that's just that's how it's going to work. They. I done lost about time. two or three of those already. Because <laughs> <laughs> my knee been gone. My knee been gone since about 07. So what you say? You said my I was knee, just saying, but but my hip, the, my hip the went hip, out in 28, I mean 18. Yep, yeah. Oh yeah, well you shoot, you on your you need a new back too. You need a back yeah to me. I told you you need one of them. But for the hair, 
the hair, because it used to be a toupee, because this dude at the gym, he got a fierce toupee, and he come with a different toupee, like, every two or three days, he don't want to sweat that thing out, and I'm just sit there, and I'm like, dang, man, nobody gonna say nothing about that man toupee, just like nobody says nothing about women who have three inches of hair, and then the next day, they got hair to their butt, and nobody bats an eye, so I sent the group chat a, a uh, message where this dude had the coldest taper. And they was like, is it real or is, is it a real R-E-E-L or is it, a, is it real R-E-A-L? Meaning did the barber do some things to make this a real to show you, hey, I can get this to you or is this a real haircut? And for the most part, everybody kept saying this was a, basically... The barber gave that man some hair. And I'm like, if they gave that man some hair, that haircut is as clean as our hair used to be in high school. How could you turn that down? We back. And everybody in the group chat said, nah, bro, I'm going to keep my cue ball. I'm going to stay at home, as as Keith say all the time. Come on home. So I'm going to stay at home. And I'm like, man. After the first week, ain't nobody going to say nothing about your, your hair. And you're going to have a cold fade. Because at the end of the day, everybody wants that cold fade. Don't, don't, right. don't act like you don't. Because having hair by choice, as you say, is a thing. But if it's by choice and a barber can give you your hair, that's also a choice as well. So where do you stand with this, cue ball? Hey, look. <laughs> if I had to, you know, if I was one of those people that you were uh, t speaking on, I would choose to be a bad bitch. Okay, you understand what I'm saying? Don't let nobody, don't let nobody change who you are. You know, I speak when, when I talk. You know, the first person I think of when I think of uh, fatherly challenge is uh, the goat, mm -hmm. uh, Mr. LeBron James himself. And I think you're talking about Jordan. Get out of here. Um, <laughs> Look at LeBron's hairline. You know it only looks good in the summer because <laughs> he, cause he be doing his movies and, you know, uh, focusing on his billion-dollar empire. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you got to keep that hair right. But then when the season start, <sighs> he be sweating that hair on now. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a rough situation. Him and uh, you know who else needs to uh, come on home? or Kevin Durant. Yeah. He, but he don't even care. Like he's a home. He got a homeless hair. Like yeah. it's he got a hairline like you, but in the on the, on the outskirts, it's like it's like um, you know you know when you when you hit the coast, Florida and New Orleans and Louisiana, you got patches of land. But when when the when the when it uh, floods, those patches leave, and it's just water. That's what his hair looked like. Like it is monsoon. Season. But if you ever looked at like look at pictures of Kevin Durant like not playing basketball, mm -hmm. he looks homeless any yeah, day of the week. He do. Like I was looking at a party he was he was at or hosting, but he just had on a t just a plain white t shirt and that and that terrible and that terrible hair. And I was just like, when you rich, is it that you just gave up? You like Kanye I'm rich? be looking a mess too. Like it, I'm it rich. comes That's to the point plan. when you're past money. Like I, I can I can buy your whole family, so I can wear this t-shirt and not put no lotion on my ankles. I, I that's, 
from disrespecting that man angles. Yeah, I guess so. Because I guess being rich is the flex. I say, you just be sitting up there, homeless P t shirt, half a beanie on, and you got 10 businesses, three, three digit millions in the bank, and you like, fam, what? <laughs> like, how you yeah, like? I, I, I don't care. Well, yeah, wow. That's deep. All right. But um, if it would be me, but see, here's the thing, and and uh, I'll, I'll, I'll just, at some point in time, you know, the uh, I might have to come home to the Lord like my father did, you know, at some point in time. Some point that point was last year, fam. So you <laughs> think about bringing the hair back? This is a conversation that people need to hear because people are dealing with this. You can be that talking point. About you think you can come back. This is like well, me okay. thinking so I can get back to my high school. If you weight. saw, if you saw my before picture, mm -hmm. before I cut my hair, mm -hmm. did you, when you looked at me, you could clearly see that I had a full head of hair, right? The issue was, and I got pictures. You can go anybody who wants to go to Keith Urquhart Facebook page. Want to go to my uh, Urquhart's Instagram? I'm certified. You can go see my hairline. The point I'm making is this: is that kidney failure kind of robbed my hair of a certain look and texture that I wasn't able where I wasn't able to maintain a look that looked good. And then when you couple that with how my hair ended up looking coming out of the pandemic, where I wasn't going to the barbershop, like pre pandemic, every, you know, you, you know, every Saturday okay. I was at the barbershop 9am faithful, you know, clean, clean face, everything and then you know and the pandemic happened and i it threw everybody off and then my hair stopped growing because of my kidneys and it just didn't grow the right way and it was looking a weird looking color and i just i said let's just get rid of it for a while let's just clear it out let's just see how it looks let's try it out and adrian liked it so uh when you when you when your woman likes something I mean, the, the, the argument ain't really an argument. So she How said... How do you come back from this, though? Like, this is like... Because Jada don't even look right with a hairline. And well, he first of all, hairline. his hairline is terrible. I'm going to be honest with and you. And how do you have that much hair? How do you how do you go from being bald? I thought he couldn't grow no hair in his mm -hmm. 20s. So now he got a whole head of hair. And his hairline is like, who was your barber, bro? Like... He don't even. He don't even. He has try. a two inch lineup in the in the front. Man, just, his box, his Caesar part. That yeah. thing is terrible, bro. But guess what? He will give you bars if you try to cut he him would, up. Man, that's why don't nobody talk about his hairline. Cause yeah, because he'll roast you. He'll flame you. <laughs> I look. If I was one of the hottest illest MCs running around the earth, I might have a terrible hairline too. <laughs> Man, get your what you say, son. <laughs> Knock yourself out. What? You be like, oh, you goofy. Okay. But, um, yeah, so I've asked Adrian a couple times. I said, you know, if I go and get the kit, she like, why you want to get the kit? I like your bald head. You got I'm a like, good head, though. Like, my head, I can't lose my hair because my head is too big. It's too much bald. Fam, can I be honest? I forgot. I hadn't seen you in a while. I forgot how big your head was. Yeah, my head is huge. There's no way in the world I can be bald. That's too Why you make much me call? baldness. That's too much baldness. 
Let me. My wife always talking about my head being big, and her Fam, head is I little. did not That's realize why my son got a regular head. But you don't. But it's like it's not propor. It's proportion to the rest of you, and not because you like a a big guy. But it's just like I. I'm not, and this ain't a roast session, but I just didn't realize. <laughs> My head is big, bro. And that's yeah. why I hate, I can't wear a hat at all. Like, because I got hair now. So I was already right at the precipice of yeah. wearing a hat when I had but, this regular hair. Even so now, I never noticed no it when you, I never noticed it for years. And even now, like, you could get away. I mean, you could, you've been talking about, oh, I'm going to go back. I can't wait to go back to my, to my fade, this and that. And I'm like, oh, you won't go back to your fade. You won't I'm go not back. I'm going back to that. I'm going back to my little fro. Okay. I just miss, like, being able to. To wear a hat. I got no, you. No, not even wearing a hat. It's more of the, the keeping up of hair. Is a thing like I'm. I'm a woman at this point. Like I got to get my hair done. I got to do all this extra stuff. I used to just get my hair cut every ten days can, or so. Can I be honest be with good. you? I don't think that there's any point because my first thought was when I cut when I cut my hair off. Right, I'm like, oh man, I ain't got to worry about getting my hair cut. And there's true, you know, the one the part that most people anybody who has a bald head will tell you is that like if you looking raggedy. You twenty minutes in the bathroom from being from being super super right, yeah, and that's and that's co- part of that's cool. But the other half of that is that you have to continue and you have to continue to find ways to maintain it. Like I'm not a Q, Q I'm not a shiny cue ball. I'm not like Charlemagne. No shade to him. I'm just saying that like I just cut my hair soup. I cut my hair off low. And then grows back. Like my father uses a razor and buff shines that boy like he's at Earl Shy. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I can't do I'm not ready to I'm not ready to uh to uh cash in my follicles. That's why I keep telling you, I'm coming back. I'm not ready to cash in just yet. So, you know, it, it's but it's like, dang, I gotta go in, go maintain it, shave, shower. Make sure you got the uh your spray, the bump cream. And it's just like hey, hey man, every time you talk about I come I'm coming back, I think of that that twister song. Like and then you fade to gray. Be like, hopeful, yes I am, hopeful for today. And then they say he never came back. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you're gonna do. I'm gonna have a picture like this. And you're going to be like, and he, and you're going to be was, looking at your hair like, it's and that was the back, last day he saw his hairline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 81 to 2021. Hope. <laughs> oh. <laughs> People faithful, man. Life goes on. I'm hopeful. Yes, I am hopeful for today. And you out of there, man. That man ain't coming back. It'd be like this. You see me walk away with my fro. Man, I'm about to go to the barber. <laughs> Try something new. Last time we saw that and, hair, boy. And he never saw his hairline again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You, <laughs> you lucky. I can't. I don't know how to. Uh, I need to get. I need to find. Uh, I need to find a way to get doper at uh, uh, doing different like uh, memes and different things on. Uh, on the computer because I won't be able to go to the computer and just be like, 
<laughs> All right, y'all. Y'all live on. I'll be I'll catch y'all later, man. I'm going to the barber. <laughs> like, or even either that one or the one from uh Boys in the Hood where uh Doughboy walked off. Where he was oh, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Doughboy was dead two days later. He was like, God damn, this movie <laughs> Y'all forget Cats forgot Doughboy was finished before the end of the week. And that Out of movie, there. Whatever that uh, that song is with that saxophone, yeah. Look, we, men of a certain age, we know what we talking about. Mm-hmm. I can't do it. Oh man, okay, fam. So, we've been we've been talking and we ain't even get to what you really wanted to talk about. Hey, you said men of a certain age know what we talking about. Well, 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 well. The topic of the week of the week and women was in a tizzy men was in a tizzy everybody and then we had a conversation with our significant others and i'll have that conversation with everybody but the poly relationships everybody seen that picture going around with that lady with the big ankles she had the big ankles by the way she had two dudes and nobody really knows the background and this is what social media does it don't even have nothing to do with this, but it, it don't have to have anything to do with this. But the storyline would be this happened and then everybody go from there. So this could have been her her husband with a dude or her his brother, her brother, somebody. It didn't have to be two dudes or it could have been. But the no, whole story. That's her, I don't know. Did you that's see her two dudes? To break, not to break it up, break up your flow. But um, in the because you posted it to your Facebook page, mm-hmm. um, the original post, somebody put. Her YouTube channel up. They oh, said, so I, they so they the a whole jazzy group. pole music. I'm gonna mess it up. I don't want to mess it up, but it's something jazzy something. Um, I'd have to go back and uh and nail it down for you while you're talking. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's um it's somebody who has a YouTube page who talks about this life. But go ahead. Okay, so the poly polyamorous life. Um, and dudes, and it and it's crazy because our our um age demographic is from another time it's almost like the boomers and their racist uh shenanigans that was, that was a whole nother time but for us to see this it's a, it's a woman with two husbands and it's basically all the women like you know dudes can't deal with this and blah 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 and and i can say now i wouldn't be able to deal with it um because there's too many other opportunities out there um, for me to have a wife and share her. Now, I asked my wife, would you want a side husband? And she, and she said, go. yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. So, and this, is, this ain't me um, being uncomfortable with the situation. It was like, okay, so what you need is like a side husband. She was like, it's just some stuff that needs to be done. Um, it's like around the house and it's some things that I like to do that, uh, you don't like to do. And I would find somebody who'd like to do that with me. And I was like, okay. And I told her the conversation then went to where we have to, I have to have the opportunity to not want to do it. Cause I don't know if I would be totally opposed if this would make the wife happy, but there would have to be a lot of stipulations and then it ain't no fucking. Um, 
So, so, I'm okay. Go ahead. So, so with that being said, like, but I was like, okay, if you like to do stuff, what you like to do? Maybe I can do it, and then you won't need somebody else. Because as you, when you're married, you got to be able to. Your your wife is happy wife happy life, but it's more of because it ain't just happy wife happy life. Because if I ain't happy, the house ain't happy either. So it's happy spouse happy life. So the wife, if she likes to do such and such, then okay, what you like? I might have to do it and not like it, or I might end up liking it. But you're not giving me the opportunity to do that. So we that and that was the productive part of the conversation. Okay, what do you like to do that we need to do? Cause then that mean that that to me means I'm feeling it as a husband if you're not happy in the situation. So, um, but then I told her if you get a side dude, a side husband, he can't just have the cakes. He can't he can't enjoy your ass and just go back to the house. No, bro, you about to wash these dishes. No, bro, you about to wash these whites and fold these clothes. You got to deal with the shit I got to deal with. It ain't you get all the good stuff and then I got to deal with all the shitty stuff. And and nobody, and this goes back to kind of the last week's conversation of woman losers. Now, I'm not saying my wife is a loser by any means, but to point out women's flaws is like taboo. Like when when a woman ain't shit, bro, you, you ain't shit too, just like I ain't shit. Like we have... We have downfalls as a human being. So, no, bro, you're not going to get my wife with with nice clothes and heels and, and nice hair all the time. No, that's not what's going to happen. So, and that's not, that's just a fictitious happening. But these are the things that I think of as a 40-year-old now where in our mind we go to, oh, my wife want to get this young bull to, to knock her out of the park every night. No, that ain't that ain't what because I asked her that and she said it's things that she liked to do that I don't. And then you had the conversation too. And your conversation went a little different than you thought uh, it was going to go. So we can have that conversation and then we will I'll jump okay. back in. No, so I mean it ain't, it's not a big conversation but I did ask I did ask Adrian. I said, I was like, because you asked me, and I said, man, that's not her, that's not who she is. It's not her style. And I was just like, well, I said, I'll, I said, I'll ask her just for kicks and giggles. Blah 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 blah. And she goes, well, it depends. I said, what the hell? <laughs> I said, what the hell it depend on? You know? I said, hold on. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, it becomes. Well, what is he gonna do? And I was like, well, what's he going to do? Is he helping out? Is he helping out with Zoe? Is he helping out the house? Is Are we going? Is he coming? Is he going out with me? Are we going to the museum? And I'm like, oh, here we go. So it made me it made me think about it. And remember, uh, I was at dialysis and I I asked two different girls, one girl who I know that's she did. It, it didn't count. So it's not who she is. Um, the second girl I asked, remember. Mm-hmm. And she's about 25, 26. And I said, I said, how do you, how would you feel about having two husbands? And her eyes is like, whoa. She was like, don't that me with a pot of gold, baby. I said, oh, <laughs> see, this is what I'm talking about. I said, you talk to, you see, you talk to a 20 year old woman, a tw- woman in her 20s. She's thinking about dick and trips. You talk to a woman in her late 30s. She's thinking about assets 
and how can you help me in my life? Mm-hmm. So it's really about where you are in life. It kind of determines. And I'm sure that the physical sometimes I clearly would come into play, mm-hmm. especially if it's, you know, like you said, if it's either going to be uh, the young bull who's just coming to drop drop dick off or is it going to be somebody who's got a bad knee like me? You get what I'm saying? So, uh, and I'm picking the dude with the bad knee for five. (laughs) So, no, I just thought it was, it's interesting how mentally we define it. Cause I feel like, I mean, you tell me if I'm wrong, like when men hear that we instantly go to sex, Mm -hmm. like, Oh, two husbands. Nobody's fucking my wife. Like, that's the first. I'm not going to, if I'm going to, if I'm going to be honest with the people, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be honest and say that that's that male DNA nature where you go, uh, you know, that ain't what it is. And then the rest of that comes into play, which becomes the real reality of it. And then the other part, which is what you said, which is, wait a minute, well, man ain't coming here just to get no cat. You come in here, you're gonna clean this house, you're gonna clean these dishes, you're gonna clean these poopy ass diapers, you're gonna you gonna get you gonna do it all, big dog. Like you just not coming in and dropping it off and be like, okay, bye-bye, I'm going to the bar. No, bro, it don't work like that. <laughs> like you 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 thought wrong, you know, you see what I'm saying? See, that's how I do I'm I never forget, you not my boy used to say that. He like some dude tried to uh flex on his flex on his wife, right? And he was just like he said, fam, he said, oh, and he said, she looked nice, right? Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about making some plans. Oh, you making plans? And then he got a little close to him. He said, well, let me tell you about them plans, big dog. He said, them plans include three daughters. He said, them plans include a whole mortgage <laughs> plus taking care of somebody mama. He said, so if you think you're just going to go get that pussy, you think you're thinking wrong over here. So if you're going to get it, you're going to get the whole thing, bro. Mm-hmm. He said, before you even look, why you out here looking like a goofy? And then my man was just like, once he realized, obviously, he moved along, but he was just like, <laughs> uh, he got him. Hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry. Did you, you were watching your TV. <clears throat> Matt Jones just pulled the biggest flex on one of his <laughs> linemen. Like, you know, when you walking by and you dapping up your lineman mm-hmm. and he went and dude didn't see him. He went back and said, Hey, <laughs> dude looked up. Oh, my bad. <laughs> yeah. I need, my, I need my five. He I said, I need my dap. <laughs> hey, hey man, that dude did that. Like he had some bass in his voice when he could dude jump. Like, Oh my bad. I didn't even see. Now nah, you seen me big dog. What's up? That me this up, man. Wow, this man that ruined the pie watching like football. This is why you can't. It do ain't it ruining the, the pie. We look. We, we can't do we, it in the game. We Finish are. Your conversation, bro. This is Irkin Jerk Pie. We multitask better than no other, my brother. You see this what I'm saying? Man. We we can we can jump to the Mac Jones situation and get right back to the polyamorous relationships. You see what I'm saying, brother? You see what I'm saying? That's how you got to do. You got to stay. You got to stay laser focused. This you man, be in here. when the people listen, is this game gonna be off? It's so all, they it's cool for us to talk and you talk how about many, something that didn't happen. This ain't how many podcasts you didn't look? How many podcasts? You didn't listen to shout out to the brilliant idiots where they be doing something and something just happened randomly and then they just get right back to where they was at and we right we right back to it 
We right, we right back we to it. We ain't made it to the bread idiot stage. So <laughs> we still with the faithful twelve. But you stop with the man. Come on, dog. Hey man, who are you? You from Seattle or something? Hey, you obsessed <laughs> with the number twelve? Oh my god, bro. I'm tired. I'm, I'm tired of these. I'm tired of you hearing about the twelve. The twelve. You you must be yeah, you, you must be rooting for the Seahawks today. Kyle I guess Field. that's gonna be old news too by the time they hear this. It part. is. It is. They gonna we gonna know if we made a playoff, but that's not the that's not that's, that's another part. I, we had so back to the conversation. You and I spoke, and I said women and. And I know I got we got women who who listen to the pod that actually holler at me. And when we put this whatever title this is, a couple women was like, "I'm gonna listen to this pod," so they already gonna be on me. But women don't like beta males. Like you can, that's why nice guys don't finish first. I don't. Know I don't about say that. they finish last, but they don't finish first. Like a woman. Women like a handful of dudes. Like I forgot what service I was looking at, but they were saying like it's only a handful of guys who fuck the, the chicks. Like a lot of guys are shy and they never get to the women. Because women don't like the passiveness. Like they want somebody to take charge. Like not not just pull them by the collar or nothing, but like my wife even tells me she likes when I take charge. Like in, in life, in the bedroom, in all of that. Like she wants me to to lead the situation so when it comes to that now if i if you got a man who's okay with a man being in the house you don't have there's no alpha there and then if you got a man so say if the woman wants somebody who's going they want somebody who can take a shopping who can who can uh pay the bills who can do all of this stuff and then she wants the man who's gonna lay it down in the bedroom and and you know use his Timberland boots and and knock the back of that coochie out. Now those two different men have a whole plethora of options. Women love a dude that can knock the the attic out they pussy, and then women love dudes that can take them shopping. So if you want those two dudes, they also have women. So. The poly life goes from somebody who can, um, is it a committed? And and this is me not knowing it. And this people can jump in and, and, and holler at me. Like, is this, they can have somebody on the side or are we all committed to each other? Then I brought up on the initial conversation, like, okay, can these dudes fuck each other? Like, are we all married? And then I was told, no, she goes to see him on these days and she goes to see him on these other days so i'm just thinking like it couldn't be me and maybe that's not the life i've lived and that's not what i wanted and this conversation then went back to my me and my wife i got a wife when i was tired of the streets i was tired of the women i was tired of 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 cheating on 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 the women that i had and all that i wanted to live right like i needed a a baseline on I wanted somebody and we can we can knock this life out together. Now I don't know if my wife lives like that. Like she she wants to do things now and then in my head I'm thinking, dang, you should have done all this stuff when you were single. But that and this is this ain't even like the sex wise. This is more of knowing yourself because if you need to know yourself before you bring somebody in and for the people who are not married 
that needs to be your goal. Please know yourself before you bring somebody else into your chaos. Um, because a lot of marriages don't work because you weren't able to love yourself. And this is why I tell people who young, like, don't please don't get married in your 20s. Like, unless you, you really ready. Because the divorce rate is high because you don't even know who you are. Now, my wife did bring up, she's not the same woman that I married. And that's where we have to evolve. But we can't evolve without these conversations. So, um, this polyamorous conversation turned into a growth opportunity for us. Which I do like. But, her wanting to side husband. Like, that was how it all started. And I'm like, eh. Not me knowing her and us being together for seven, almost eight years. Like, okay. she You about to find somebody who about to deal with all this shit. Like, really. Like that, and that—that's just the conversation we had. But other than that, you got anything else to add to this conversation? <laughs> um, I'm glad that you, you know, everything starts off with the jokes, but then it ends into growth. And I think that's, you know, that's uh, I mean, that's the purpose of you know why we are in relationships. We bring up we bring up situations uh, to stimulate conversation that hopefully stimulates growth. So, um, but what's I mean, what's what's funny, and I want to I want to end it here for me. We don't want our woman to to um get digged down by another dude, um, because she might enjoy <laughs> that more. Like that that's that's in the back of our mind. And water's wet. I mean, what's, I, don't I mean, want I miss, a dude I missed to it. knock it out the park. But on the other hand, and I really don't think it's understood what she has in me that if another woman was to be brought in how hard that other woman would try to get me out like and and that's that's the part that i know i know because people still still like try to 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 throw little jabs in there just to see you where my head at so i i just really don't i i don't like i rather it just be hey we're gonna knock this out together Cause as the same with her will be the same with me. And you got to think on both, but I'm uh, sorry to cut you off, but I wanted to uh, bring that to light as well. <laughs> I feel like that's one of the more non-dumb moments of the, mo of the week. <laughs> like no dude wants that. I mean, I feel like that's every dude's, I don't want to say it's not every dude's, but worse. It's not a worst nightmare, but it's like it, it, it it's in the back of your head, I guess. If I'm mm -hmm. being, if you just gonna, you know, because you know, for whatever thing you think you're the greatest, is always somebody else who's gonna come around. But the mm -hmm. same is the older you get, that dick don't get high like it used to. Forties, yeah, yeah, man. Like, and it it it's still there. But I remember young me, like man. there was no skin left. Like it was all being used. <laughs> It was Get all off. using the congestion. And <laughs> to go. Well, and there we go. It's time to wrap it up. Hey, man, my favorite line, one of my favorite lines ever is from uh, 48 Hours. Um, When Eddie Murphy gets out of jail. You know, Eddie Murphy was 20-something when he was in that movie. Mm -hmm. And Nick Nolte asked him. He was like, hey, man, you got to take me to get some trim. And, you know, that's 80s talk. And he mm -hmm. was just like, he said, I got to take me to get some trim, man. Now that I'm out. He said, Trim, he said, man, you've been out. He said, you've been in, he said, you've been in the clink for three years. He said, can you still get it up? 
He said, man, I've been to Clink for three years. He said, my dick get hard when the wind blow. <laughs> and I see old man jokes. And I see no, nah, because I'm thinking that's so that's so your twenties. <laughs> You'd be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> when you was twenty, it was just like, you ready? Hold on. Yep. <laughs> mm-hmm. I need romance. I need yeah. Romance. You need where's the, you know you know you got to hear doom, 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 doom. <laughs> you got to hear some Teddy. You got to hear some Ron Liquor. You you know it's 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 a, it's a whole production, and I'm just like it's just funny the older you get. Look, I hope there'll be some like twenty somethings who be listening to us like man they on they on bullshit, and I'll be like yeah okay. Twenty, you twenty six, man. Everything is great. Everything is sweet. She be like this round three, and you be like, "Yep, I'm good." Yeah, now you nah. be like round. <sighs> hey, they got this thing on Twitter and IG about a uh, woman's night and taking the man to woman's night and uh, do fucking everybody at woman's night. Like these, these threads are hilarious, man, fam. Li- I've been living through those joints. <laughs> living bro living through them joints like they, highly hilarious but as everybody says that third or fourth woman you out there struggling so no matter you 40 or 20 hey you ain't got let me be your vessel <laughs> yeah you ain't got unlimited bullets in the chamber but you got anything on your chest bro um, wrap it up. uh go bills you know go bills uh, go on. Even though the Bills are doing their best to jag this game off, um, this is the last pod we gonna have during the NFL. Well, the NFL Sunday, regular Sunday. So there's that. Um, other than that, um, continue to pray for Demar. Uh, continue. Oh, you know what? Let me uh shout out my uh my cousin CJ. Um, and we gotta go. I gotta talk to you offline about this. Um. Continue to pray for my cousin CJ, who we've spoken about, who's uh, still um, out in LA at the UCLA Medical Center, waiting, uh, waiting for a uh, new to be blessed with a new heart. Um, he and I spoke this week. We were on Facetime. I hadn't uh, we've texted, but I hadn't spoken to him face to face in a little while. So I was glad to do that. And uh, but he he dropped me. He gave me a song, and uh, the song really. I don't it's it's not a it's not a spiritual song, but it's still a song that means a lot to me and it spoke to me. Um it's about, you know, uh the struggles that he goes through and he sent it to me because he knew it was a lot of the things that he's going through health wise, a lot of the things I'm going through as well, they parallel each other. So um uh you know, if you're gonna say a prayer, you say your prayers tonight, um say a prayer for uh, uh Mr. Uh, C J Urquhart, please. Um other than that, that's short and sweet, you know. I wanted mm-hmm. to, and I had to write this one down because Uh-oh, it goes here we go. with with here we go. my getting old. Everything put your finger up. Put the finger up first. Old. Let me tell you something. Let me, yeah, you might be pulling my Bernie finger up, but no, this is a Bernie finger to me, but I don't understand it. So, as technology grew and our phones became more advanced, and we could do more things on the phone, our bathroom time has gotten a lot longer. Sitting on the toilet. Sometimes I'll sit on the toilet and ain't even using the bathroom no more. Actually, that happens every day. However, with that piece. being said, I find 
that no matter how much I clean my thigh, I get up and it's thigh thigh uh, residue on the toilet seat. And I don't understand it. And that grinds my gears because I look at that and I think, I'm dirty. You're a dirty boy. So I'm like in the shower feverishly. And I'm not like, like, you know, this whole thing about white people not using a wash rag. I use a wash rag and I feverishly clean the back of my legs and the bottom of my booty cheeks. And I go sit on the toilet and there's still thigh residue on it. And I don't know why am I, am I falling apart is now where I'm at because I know it's not dirt. I think it's my skin. So, people, and it this is, is me, skin. I got to do better. Quit sitting on the toilet so long because I sit on the toilet and I only get up when my dick falls asleep. Like, my legs already been asleep, but then when my dick falls asleep, I got to go. So, that that's where, that's where I'm at now. So, I think I'm going to start just getting up because dude's done this for for the 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 span of time we used to sit and it used to be a magazine or a, a newspaper on the side of the toilet where we would go and just read the newspaper but now we got the phones and i'm i'm on articles i read like i i, I look at 24 25 minute youtube clips and when i get to the end of two of them i'm like dang i didn't watch two 20 minute youtube and i'm still in the toilet and then my thighs be like yeah and we're gonna stay here forever and I get up and my thigh be still on the seat. So that grind my gears, but that's letting me know I got to get off the toilet. You got that off your chest? <laughs> it's always boo-boo, thigh, something, something that has to do with hygiene, sandals. We going to get you to regular therapy, brother. <laughs> I don't understand. As soon as he said, let me tell you something that grinds. I said, it's got somewhere Boo Boo is going to be involved in this. It's going to be. I, I'm of this. I am certain. And that's why I just put my head down. I was like, I knew. And I said, you know, fat people have tr these troubles. So we understand. Yeah, that's me, man. Uh, hold that skin. Oh, look, look. Okay. Let me get out of here. Okay. I'm going to I'm not going to say another word about no football. Um, that's it. We're done. We're out of here. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, as always, now that my brain is awake at the beginning of this podcast, at the end of the podcast, uh, uh, please, uh, we appreciate you listening. Of course, we love and appreciate you. Continue to rate, uh, like, and subscribe or tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend, uh, that the Eric and Jerk podcast is uh, on and in full effect. Uh, any other other word platitudes we don't need anymore um you got anything else nah i'm good i'm good thank you for everybody listening y'all see me back on schedule so we're gonna see y'all same back time same back channel next week yeah. and for Eric and myself Eric and jerk pod we yeah. out uh, Eric and jerk podcast. Podcast. Podcast.